Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 95 on Monday the 6th of September 2010. My name is Stephen Layton and I know this because today we're going to be reviewing one of my all-time favourite coffee. One that's been missing for a couple of years uh, and one that I've been working a whole heap to get back. This is the culmination of a couple of years' work to get this coffee to come back and a couple of years of moaning and groaning. So um, I hope you're going to be enjoying it. Um, thank you very much for the feedback from the, uh, the Brazil episode, the Circa de Pedra. Lots of nice tweets and emails about it and kind of pretty much agreeing with the idea of, of, of what I was saying and also lots here on the comments kind of saying those things too. So without further ado, let's dive in because today is a busy one. A very, very busy one. So, Dan Latcher, and Dan's brilliant. I mean, Dan, I'm so grateful for you kind of keep giving me all of this, you know, the lovely comments and stuff here. Um, I totally need an AeroPress. Ooh, there could be something with an AeroPress coming up in the in between the, uh, the, the two videos. Um, and a hand grinder for my backpacking trips. No more sub-amazing coffees for me while backpacking. Honestly, the AeroPress... It's a superb brewer and you so need one, Dan. Uh, Bernard, thanks for your honesty here, Steve, but as a non-subscriber, this one won't be, I won't be tasting. As for buying coffee, I never realised how seasonal coffee can be, and I'm not sure what you, what you meant by the cupping table. I've often wondered is, how it is you can supply the likes of Fernandez and Wells the entire year with the same coffee. Um, as, uh, as this is one of my favourite blends uh, you've ever created, I just wish it could be bought online. Well, Bernard... Couple of things there. First of all, um, going into the cupping table. This is the cupping table, and a lot of the reason why I'm here today. This is where I cup samples, I taste them, as you would, you know, kind of say, as in a wine tasting. So you slurp and and spoons and all these here, are just different samples that we've been cupping, um, mainly from the Brazil trip actually. So this is where my decisions get made for buying the coffees. Here it will show faults in the coffee, it will show highlights in the coffee and things that are really special in the coffee. So that's the first one. As for supplying the same blend, um, actually Fernandez and Wells blend changed around about a month ago. It was there for four months and then the beans got exhausted, exactly as you say, and we had to swap in with something new. So and that's exactly it. The blends change all the time, coffees change all the time, seasonality of coffees changing all the time. So. Really, really good comment there, uh, Bernard. Thank you very, very much. James said, Hi Steve, this coffee will not last the week. It's a nice as an espresso, but also as brewed as a V60. As someone who's exploring coffee and learning about taste, I appreciate your judgment and experience. In the quality, If the quality has dropped, it's time to move on. And unfortunately, um, is it on here? I've actually got it in one of the samples here somewhere. I brought it back. It's the first time I've given coffee three times to show. So normally, twice, it's gone. It, 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 it's not worth considering. But this one I gave an extra chance to. I cupped it back here and it still wasn't great. Um, so, yeah. Jay Fisher, enjoying the coffee, not finding it as smooth as some of the Brazilians I've had in the past, which is a good thing. One question is, is it just me or do different beans roast cause the beans to be, ground beans to be further... Is it just me or the different beans roast cause the ground beans to go further, less far? Uh, it seems that if I grind some beans I get more coffee than when I grind other beans and that, yes, 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 definitely uh, that's why weighing coffee is so important and volume isn't you get different bean densities different uh, roast styles will make the bean more hollow than it kind of would be if it was a lighter there's kind of a whole heap of things that burn away during the roasting process 
So for sure, that is something that is, is definitely there and that you're not um, imagining things there. Uh, Jason Coffey, uh, I love your transparency on the state of the farm, bummer deal, uh, the coffee sounds delicious. Just a heads up, I posted my video tasting the coffee and I'm going to pop a link below or to the side or somewhere. I don't know how I'm going to edit this this week. Um, with a link to Jason's video. Thank you very much, Jason. Love the video. Enjoyed watching it very, very much. So uh, thank you for that. Colin Morgan, wowza. Chocolatey loveliness. Shame we can't get any more. Hey, Steve, there's no sentiment in business. Keep, uh, keep doing the things you're doing. And there is a little bit of sentiment, but I agree, Colin. I think, you know, it's got to be good too. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, it, it hasn't been. Mark, very silky texture, very Moorish, delicate chocolate taste, very good, a shame, but that there is no more. We as customers trust your judgement, and if the coffee does not meet your standards, then you should not stock it. As you've said, the past, in the past, cupping table tells no lies. It certainly doesn't. Uh, I also hope the farm listens to what you and others said and come back uh, just as good, if not better, in a couple of years. And Mark, I very, very much hope that too. Very, very much. Um, Danielle, very belated post. Have tried in the back pot and the espresso machine. Espresso now gives me a massive migraines. Not the fault of the coffee. I hear hear that. But it was enjoyable in the Kona. Not a complicated coffee, and I agree. But milk chocolate and enjoyable. Um, I thought it might be a bit bland, but I really quite enjoyed this one. And for me, quaffing coffee. Quaffing. Mmm, lovely. Not too much to think about here. So, uh, I know... Coffee is a passion in your life, and I can understand your thoughts about this farm. There must be times where direct trade has its downside. Boy, is that true. Um, first time I've ever had this, ever. That, you know, a direct trade coffee going direct to the farmer that we've had to say no to. So, yeah, it, it, it's definitely the first downside I've seen of, of this. Um, Chris Rushbrook, uh, fascinating in my mug this week, Steve, even if in a very different way to the previous ones. Hopefully that's, you know, I like it when they're different, I must admit. I could really sense your disappointment and really appreciate you being transparent about what you encountered on the trip. Uh, always like to hear about the farms and where the coffees come from. And it does sound sad that this one is struggling at the moment. Can understand your dilemma of wanting to continue supporting them, but also wanting to make sure uh, you're only buying coffees that you think make the great tough call. Anyway, I've been enjoying last year's crop this week. Lovely chocolatey and so easy to drink. And that's been a very common theme on this coffee. And, I, you know, I think that's a real skill for a coffee to, to be easy drinking and to be very enjoyable. Thank you so much for the comments. Um, yes, as I said a few moments ago, AeroPress, you've been on at me ever since I started in my mug, ever since you realised I could use... Well, I can't use a video camera, but I, I had a video camera that sort of wanted brewing uh, kind of guides. Um, so, I'm going to whap you on pause. For the next two minutes, you're going to be entertained with a brewing guide. And when you come back, we're going to be cu cupping, going to be tasting an amazing, a very special um, relationship coffee that I am so <laughs> pleased is back. Uh, and I hope you're going to enjoy it too, so be back in just a moment. Hello and welcome to the Has Been Coffee Brewing Guide. My name is Stephen Layton and today we're going to be looking at the Aeropress. The Aeropress is a relatively new method, but also one of the most rewarding. Let's make sure you have everything that you're going to need. The Aeropress. A kettle. 
some freshly roasted beans, scales, a grinder, and a cup. Step one, boil the kettle. Step two, I recommend using 17 grams of beans, but if you don't have scales, why not? Step three, grind the coffee to the texture of coarse sand. If you're buying pre-ground coffee, I'm a bit disappointed in you, but buy the filter style of grind. Step four, invert the Aeropress. This is the easiest way of brewing Aeropress coffee. Step five, soak the filter paper with hot water. Paper tastes nasty. Step six, put the ground coffee in the chamber, followed by the 80 to 85 degree water, three quarters full. Step seven, stir for 10 seconds. Gotta be 10 seconds. Step eight, leave for 30 seconds to brew, then screw on the filter cap. Step nine, heat the cup. Cold cup, cold coffee. Step 10, invert the Aeropress onto the top of the cup. Be careful not to spill it. Step 11, gently push the plunger down. Don't break that cup. Step 12, Aeropress coffee is really strong. Dilute two parts water to one part Aeropress brew. I hope that you found this guide really useful and I hope that it's also gonna help you get the very best out of your Aeropress. I hope that you take time also to look at some of the other brewing guides that we've done. My name is Steve Layton and remember, life is too short for bad coffee. So I'm back. Um, I hope you enjoyed that little two minute video um, of the, uh, the Aeropress, Aerobi Aeropress. But it is time for some disclaimers before we continue on. Firstly, this is my method. There are others that will disagree with me. And that's fine, they're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> no, seriously, it's my method. It may not suit everybody. It just suits my taste, my palate, and the way I like to brew coffee. Um, feel free, number two, feel free to develop, adapt, um, to suit your brewing, your brewing style. You know, uh, don't take it as a Bible, because it isn't. Um, don't take it that I know anything better than anybody else, because I don't. I just brew coffee like everybody else. So. Um, for a step-by-step -step guide um, on how to follow that process that we've done there, either go to hasblog.co.uk, I'm sure there'll be a link coming somewhere on the screen, um, uh, or go to the Aeropress product review, and there's a downloadable link for some instructions which comes with a PDF. Um, and if anybody would like a postcard of them, then... Don't bother me for a couple of weeks because they're at the printers, but as soon as they come, it's two weeks' time, drop me an email. Steve can have one of those postcards. Quite happily pop you one in the post um, as soon as they are here from the printers. So, yes. So, anyway, coffee. As I said to you, this is a huge, huge coffee for me. Um, one that I uh, initially tasted back in 2007 uh, and was desperate, and I mean desperate, to have a long-term relationship with this, this grower and this farm. Um, just one of the coffees that blew me away. Uh, but because of some politics, because of miscommunication between me and another roaster in the UK and Ernesto, it never happened. It never came together. And, and to keep the peace, it ended up going all to the US, which devastated me. It was the first time I really lost out on a coffee. So, farm is called Alaska, uh, Finker Alaska. Located around about an hour away from Santa Ana City on the northwest slopes of Santa Ana Volcano. 
which for me is one of the most amazing growing areas of El, uh, of El Salvador, if not the world. Santa Ana, there are so many great coffees come from there that jump into my mind. Um, it's a stunning, stunning place. Um, owned by Ernesto Mendez, or as we like to call him on in my mug, Neto as that's what he allows his friends to call him, and we are Neto's friends. He watches these every now and again. I'm sure he'll watch this one. Um, and uh, you may remember the name. It may be ringing bells, and, and that's because Neto grows the wonderful La Illusion that we've had for the, the past couple of years. So how we ended up with La Illusion was kind of because of Alaska. What happened was when I found out that we weren't going to get Alaska, uh, I'd already got a trip planned to El Salvador, but I found some time to go and visit Ernesto while we were across there. And uh, I turned up at the award ceremony of the Cup of Excellence, and who only went and won the whole thing? Mr. Ernesto Mendez. So we met up with him, we went to the farm that had won, which was La Lujon, ended up buying that coffee, and, you know, it's just kind of, it's gone from there. But it's always felt like there's a piece of the jigsaw missing, um, and that was this Alaska... Uh, so this year, not only do we have a European exclusive on the La Illusion, but we have a European exclusive on the Alaska. Um, un not unlike the La Illusion, we buy over two-thirds of this crop. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, another one there. Uh, and the rest is going into the US for some uh, like-minded roasters that love beautiful coffee. So you can say I'm a bit of a netto stalker, uh, but with good reason. This man grows amazing coffee. Um, he tastes his own coffee. He's a Q-grade cupper. Um, he's also one of the national jury for the Cup of Excellence for the, selecting the coffees to go to the international jury. So, top, top guy. Um, figures. Let's get into some figures because we, we haven't done those yet. So, farm is Finca Alaska. Uh, farmer is Juan Jose Ernesto Mendez Aguilero. Probably pronounced the last name wrong because I'm sure it's not Aguilero, it's Ar Aragula or something like that. But yeah, anyway, uh, grown in the Santrana region. Of course, he's from El Salvador. The farm is 3.15 hectares, which I've learned from my recent trip is around about three tonnes of complete production. Uh, if it's all producing well, which, you know, is not always the case. An altitude of 1,620 metres above sea level. Uh, the varietal is orange and red bourbon and it is washed and sun-dried. So it's a washed coffee. Um, so yeah, time for smells in the bowl. <sighs> I miss this coffee so much. On the smell, you get this really strong acidity, which I don't associate with this coffee, but it's most definitely there, um, and it's very, very delicious. It just gets this real kind of cherry-like um, acidity, so dive into the cup. Mm. While I'm enjoying that little swig, we should show you a picture of the roast colour. Um, here you'll see this is a, a medium, medium roast, maybe the other side of medium to medium dark, but not quite medium dark. Um, will work beautifully as brewed coffee, uh, as I'm going to enjoy from the AeroPress. Will work amazingly as espresso too. This is something I've been waiting for, for a piece of a blend which is going to rock worlds um, and, and, and really be really really be good so um, yes so let's dive into the cup straight on the front I mean this is a smooth cup this is balanced it's tight it's got sweetness it's buttery I'm getting a real blast of caramel as well 
But it's not just all about the sweetness. You know, a bit like, yes, like last week's one where we just had this sweet chocolate kind of thing going on. This is sweet. This is a different kind of sweetness in the caramel, but this is complex. I'm getting... What is that? It's like a black cherry with a... Um, it reminded me very much of kind of like a, a, a cassis kind of molasses kind of acidity. It, it's just super complex and every time you go back to it, I mean this has been cooling a little while while I've been yattering away and it still is just deliciously beautiful acidity. It hasn't faded. It... One special cup. Um, we have a lot of this luckily. Um, we, I suppose we bought around about two thirds of what was available. Um, I'm going to pop your veg code below. This veg code is going to give you. I'm going to be generous. I haven't done a big offer for a while, so we're going to do a two pound off a bag of this one. But it's only going to be for a week, so you've got to get it in by next Monday. This offer is going to be gone. Um, yeah, please, you've got to try this coffee. This, this for me is the kind of coffee that has been wants to be judged on. This is the kind of coffee that I want people to taste and go. Okay, has been by some good coffee, so please do try that. Um, news! If you are not a subscriber or your subscription is running out, trust me, the next five, six weeks, you are going to want to be a subscriber. We have some stunning, and I mean stunning, coffees coming through. Next week is going to be a blend, but trust me, this ain't no ordinary blend. It is going to rock worlds. It is going to... It, it is the biggest thing, and the only way you can try it first is to be an In My Mug subscriber. Um, you've got to subscribe this week. Coffee's like Alaska, that, that's spoiling you. But the next, I've got the next four planned in my head, and trust me, they are going to be super coffees. So, subscribe! I'm going to go. This has been a long one. Do apologise. Uh, it's great to be back in the cupping lab. I hope you've enjoyed being back here too. Um, I kind of miss it a little bit. Um, I think I might do a widescreen at some point soon though as well because I kind of miss that too. So, um, yes, for now, life is too short.